Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event. Introducing your competitors. In the red corner, coming in at six feet five inches, and that's just counting his sideburns. The flaming fascist himself, Admiral Zhao. And in the blue corner, standing tall at four feet six inches, head as bald as the day he was born, the undisputed goofiest kid in the world, Avatar Aang. Let's get ready to bend. Hello, everybody. At last, it is time to discuss episode 19, the penultimate episode of season one of Avatar The Last Airbender. I really kind of paused for a second, making sure penultimate was the right word, but it but it was, right? Yeah, second to last. Okay, good, good. I'm still on top of my game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Montagani here with Brendan Riley, the, the penultimate boy. That's me. Is there a is there a word for the second to first other than second? Just second. It's mm. not as uh, well. Uh, so what's first like beginning or like introductory and then what would it be like preceding the, pr- the preceding boy? <laughs> oh, okay. That's what you would like to be known as. Right? I think everybody would probably that's that could stick. I think. <laughs> yeah, that would work out. I think. Yeah. Uh, the preceding boy is here. Thank you, Brendan. The preceding boy. What up? <laughs> uh, let's see. You know, I don't know. Again, not a lot going on in Avatar news these days. Nope. Um, YouTube keeps trying to get me to watch spoilers. Don't do it. I'm not, but it keeps trying. It's trying real hard. You gotta really be careful out there. I don't even know why. Maybe because I'm watching our clips. It's probably like he likes uh, Avatar. So here's all these Avatar mm-hmm. things, oh, all these classic Avatar moments that mm-hmm. everybody remembers. And you're like, well, I don't remember. I've never seen them. Yep. Uh, all of Sokka's greatest moments, this and that. Sokka's got some great moments in this episode, which mm-hmm. we'll discuss. Yeah, I think everyone does. Everyone has a chance to shine. Yeah, don't watch those, please. I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you know what's good for you. Nope, I have uh, not. I frequently watch there's like so many like video essays and things that i've seen in recent weeks where i'm like man that was so good i'm gonna send that to brendan and then i'm like i can't i can't <laughs> not yet nope when the time comes i will uh send those here and we can enjoy them together finally yeah um lots of things in that vein i was kind of thinking about this a little bit brendan there's so much avatar stuff left for us to cover that like when you truly sit down and kind of look at the list of all the avatar things that are out there mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> i don't know what we're gonna do oh like comics and not like all the supplementary stuff there's so many comics there's like video games across many many systems that you probably it would be very difficult to play those in a legal manner now that uh a friend of mine sent me a link to that xbox 360 game that was pretty infamous back in the day for being 
uh, you could get the thousand gamer score in like five minutes. I bought that exact game like a month ago. Yeah. Yep. That's about the time they sent it to me because it was like ten dollars. Oh, and okay. I was like, I was like, I have no way to play this. I'm not going to buy this. I don't have an Xbox. I don't think you could play it on PC. I don't think so. So I didn't. So. I did not buy it. That's okay. I'll play it for the both of us, right. and uh, I'll rack up my gamer score. <laughs> there you go. I'm not sure that I want after the fucking Samurai Jack. I don't think I want to play another tie-in video God, game no. for this. <laughs> At least a game like that seems like appropriate in the time that it came out in mm-hmm. and like the Avatar one does. And you can be like, OK, like that was what games were like back then. Mm-hmm. And then you play the Samurai Jack one that was made in 2020. Yeah. And you're like, this is what games were like 20 years ago. <laughs> this shouldn't have been made now. There's a reason we stopped doing this. You could have gone so much further. The technology has advanced, but you chose not to use it. That game could have been so cool. Couldn't it have been, though? <laughs> if, you know, it wasn't. Oh, man, they fucked it up so bad. Go back and listen to our Samurai Jack Battle Through Time episode. <laughs> where, where I complain about menus for 20 minutes. <laughs> Here's some gripes from two nerds with nothing better to do on a Saturday. Get ready for the Tears of the Kingdom review. I'll do it again. <laughs> You're having a better time with that than you had with Samurai Jack Battle. Oh, Through much time. better time. I'm actually done with it, though. I haven't touched it in like a week. Wow, that's there's so much content there for you to consider yourself to be done is mm-hmm. astounding. I'm yeah, I'm done. I have satisfied myself <laughs> with what I have done. That's a kind of game that, you know, you can do that though. You can do that with be like I've I've seen all of this. I yep. I had these objectives, I did them. I'm done. I put off the the final boss for a long time to finish things and then I got to a point where I decided if I don't fight the final boss now I'm going to get burned out on this and never finish it so So you gotta pull that trigger so I just went and did it and then stopped playing right after (laughs) man I have I am not even close to that point Mm -hmm. yet in my personal I I kind of set it aside a little bit Mm -hmm. um, and now I'm just starting to get back into it and like there's so many threads that I had started pulling and now I'm like, what was I doing? What was my objective here? That was that was part of it is I would just wander in circles for like a minute and then be like, oh, shit, I got to I want to go do this. And then I would start doing mm-hmm. that and then get distracted. It's like, this game is too much. <sighs> it's simply too much. There's so much going on. Mm-hmm. But you now know, you'll never see it all. No. Now I've allowed myself to watch like content online about it, though. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff people are doing is very fun. And I may play it again just to fuck around. <laughs> See if you can get your own viral clips. Yeah. Well, I don't even know about that. Just, <laughs> just to have some. You could do it. Did you know you can grind? You can grind rails in that game? I had seen that pretty early on. on I had Twitter. no idea until like yeah. yesterday. I did know that was a thing. I haven't really done it, but yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. It's like a whole mechanic I didn't even know was in the game. You gotta start a new save file and do only grinding. <laughs> I did consider it. Can you beat Tears of the Kingdom with only Just grinding. with only shields? Uh, it could probably be done. I'm sure it can. Brendan, we uh, somehow managed to take yet another episode <laughs> intro and spend the majority of majority of it talking about Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. I can't say I'm surprised. No, that will probably. Be- Maybe, maybe not, but maybe be the last time. It's starting. Yeah, we're we're kind of reaching a point now where mm-hmm. I'm not sure. 
outside of maybe some full episode about the game, which we may do. I think we got to... I'm not sure how much there is else to say. No, I I will have nothing new unless I continue playing, which I probably won't. (laughs) Well, I'm going to have to, just like we're going to have to talk about uh, episode 19 of Avatar, the last episode. Easy, easy. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about Avatar. Let's do it. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. Episode 19 of Avatar The Last Airbender, titled The Siege of the North, Part 1. Mm-hmm. We had teased a little bit last week, Brendan. We had kind of on air dis- discussed, are we going to do both of these finale episodes in one recording? Yep. Do we want to split them out into their own episodes? You know, how do we want to handle this? And here we are splitting them out into their own episodes. And with the amount of notes that I have on this episode alone, I think we probably made the right call. Yeah, uh, I think this was a dense enough story on its own. I haven't watched mm-hmm. the second part, but th- there's enough here, I think. And there, I, there is certainly enough in the second one as well. I can speak from experience that that... That will have enough content to justify its own episode of our podcast as well. So mm-hmm. we kind of sat down and talked about it and we're like, we can't release like a four and a half hour no. episode of this show. Not only would that be boring to listen to, I would get really tired. I'd be exhausted by yeah, the end of it. I don't want to do that. That sounds <laughs> that sounds like a lot. Some of our longer records that are like three-ish hours, like by the end of it our mouths just don't work anymore. Yeah, none of you ever heard it, but we did like a, what was it, like a four-hour tier list? Not tier list. It was the bracket for the best characters in Samurai Jack. That took us like four or five hours. And was lost to time. It was lost to time, and it was a fucking miserable time after like three hours. We were just like, we gotta go. We gotta keep moving. One of the most, yeah, excruciating experiences of <laughs> certainly my life. I'm sure you could probably agree. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> then we re-recorded the episode and cut the list in half and also put better people on the list. So mm-hmm. there was not only like did that first episode, the first recording never see the light of day, but like it never should have been made in the first place. No, no. <laughs> we learned, we learned that day. Oh, there's so many lessons we've learned <laughs> along the way. And then continue to kind of go against them mm-hmm. as we move forward. We should probably retain knowledge a little bit better, huh? Nah. R- knowledge <laughs> of what? That's not our style, baby. <laughs> that sounds, Forget it. That sounds like work. <laughs> we are all played. No work. <laughs> yes, the Siege of the North Part 1, the first half of the... Season finale double-length special thing. Woo. December 2nd, 2005. Both episodes did air on that same day. Okay. That makes sense. Previously on Avatar, the stage is set. Aang and Katara have been training in waterbending at the Northern Water Tribe. Sokka has been romancing the already engaged Princess Yue. He's a homewrecker, that guy. He really should stay in his lane, you know, respect <laughs> boundaries. Um, Admiral Zhao 
has gathered seemingly like the full Fire Nation Navy to go everyone. attack the North He Pole. collected everyone. Let's get them all. Bring them all up. <laughs> we don't need to protect anyone at home. The fight is the fight is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also tried to assassinate Zuko. Yep. <laughs> uh, but the young prince is alive and is stowed away under the watchful eye of Uncle Iroh. Mm-hmm. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. No. I think we're pretty well set that's up it. Now. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of plot points <laughs> that they clearly wanted us to be paying attention to in these final two episodes, and I feel like, yeah, they do a good job touching on all of them, even in this one, so mm-hmm. we'll get into it. Uh, two combatants stand ready to duel. On one side, a boy's hands are shaking and he looks nervous and unprepared. Mm-hmm. On the other side, we see Katara. And she's rock steady with a devilish smirk on her face. She's literally cold as ice in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you might like that. I did. Thank you. Uh, they're dueling over like an inch of standing water, which I think is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. They have to, because they need the water around. That's what I'm saying. It, yeah, but you just like splash it all over the floor. <laughs> yeah, it's like a hockey rink, but they melted it. You couldn't give e- like each of them a bucket and be like, all right, <laughs> everything you do has to come out of this bucket. And then go back into it. Don't, then, yeah. don't drop a single drop of water. We can't afford to be wasteful here in this city that's made entirely of ice. (laughs) From an ice shelf, as we see in a little bit. We get like a good aerial view of the city. Mm Mm-hmm. No. They're uh, dueling in a puddle, and the boy lifts up a ball of water and hurls a chunk of ice at Katara. In one fluid motion, she catches that ice whips it back around in his direction along with a tremendous wave that she summons. Mm-hmm. She's gotten pretty good. She's clearly learned a thing or two, freezing that boy in place and winning the duel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paku steps in and tells that boy, hey, in a couple of years, you might be ready to fight a sea sponge. <laughs> Fucking got him. <laughs> SpongeBob would kick his ass. SpongeBob, yeah, at this current moment, (laughs) SpongeBob would fucking wreck this kid. God, hey, you know, it is on Nickelodeon, so we might have a chance to see it. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's why they said a sea sponge. Hmm. Hey, in a couple years, you might be ready to fight a little boy in a red hat who has two fairies chasing him around (laughs) all the time. That just doesn't flow as well. It takes yeah, takes too long. <laughs> it's clunky. In a couple of years, you might be ready to fight an animal that has two heads on either side of its body, but no asshole. Ah, cat dog. Cat dog. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you, we all know the animal <laughs> with two heads and no asshole. <laughs> Man, something not worth exploring the anatomy of cat dog. It comes up in the show several times. I don't I don't recall. People keep asking Cat Dog like how they go to the bathroom and they always refuse to answer. That's probably for the best. Mm-hmm. They don't want to get into that kind of yeah, topic. I want to say like there's like a little news reporter rat, right? That, that uh, tries asking them about it at one point. 
I mean, they live with a rat. They live with a rat, but I think there's also a news reporter one. The one they live with is like a construction worker. Hey! <laughs> yeah. How do you guys take a shit? <laughs> we'll never tell. Uh, moving on from that, I suppose. Paku asks if anyone else wants a rematch with Katara, and the camera pans over a group of young men in various states of disarray and injury. Mm-hmm. And Aang. And Aang. <laughs> um, I do kind of love that, yeah, like you said, Katara has clearly learned a lot, even just between yeah. episodes. How long have we been here now at this point? What's, That's the question, What's huh? the implication? How long have they been training with this guy? The way that it kind of seemed in the last episode was that, like, Zhao was to be at the Northern Water Tribe, like, the next day. yeah. So but clearly that has not been the case. It has to have been like a week. At least, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a good question, but in even whatever small amount of time, Katara has gone from like showing some potential and now fully realizing that potential and basically becoming like a waterbending master. Yeah, she she's very good in this episode. Which is cool, you know? Mm-hmm. We like that for her. Yeah. She's always shown flashes, but... Uh, now she's yeah, kind of a word like she's now fully whenever it it seemed like any time we've gotten into like fights along the way, it has to one hundred percent be Aang mm-hmm. yep. doing everything. And she gets and now, she gets a pretty dope fight in this episode. They do yeah, they award that to her right away with her newfound powers. Mm-hmm. So you know, all I mean, all I'm saying is, you know, we gotta give Katara her props here. Well done, Katara. Yeah. You did it. Did a good job. She's been putting in the work, too. You know, she was always training, like, on the way. She was, the yeah. They, it felt weird uh, throughout the season to see her just, like, making little snakes of water, like, in a closet every once in a while. Picking them up, slowly putting them back down. <laughs> yeah. And then, so to have that be her training, and then, like, one episode where she trains with Aang, mm-hmm. and then now she's, like, mastered it. It does feel a little rushed, but at the same time, they did put in some of the work to be like, no, no, she's been she's been working on it. Yeah, Pagu even calls that out. He's like, you have the most determination of anyone I've ever uh, trained before, any of my former pupils. And like they, I guess, yeah, as weird as it is to see Katara in the background in every episode, like holding a ball of water and be like, someday I'll find something to do with you. <laughs> Like, they have at least set that up. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, Paku, is that his name? Paku? Mm-hmm. He says something to Katara, like, right after that fight. And I 100% thought he was going to be like, you've done well for a woman. <laughs> but they they seem to have dropped that for this episode. <laughs> They're, they've accepted her and they've moved on and will never mention it again. <laughs> He's like, all right, I will train you, but... (laughs) But I'm going to give you a really hard time. My mind is still in a certain place that I'm just... (laughs) I'm I'm too old. You can't teach this dog new tricks. (laughs) My my opinions are set in stone. Mm -hmm. Um, No, she is now very much... He's like a huge fan of Katara Mm -hmm. at this point. Yep. Um, Which is fun because it's contrasted with how he feels about Aang... Uh, where we see Aang, like, fucking around with Momo. Yeah. Not paying attention to the lesson at all. 
Uh, Paku sarcastically says to Aang, hey, you must have already mastered waterbending by now. And Aang's like, I wouldn't say I've mastered waterbending. <laughs> He's so modest. I mean, I I wouldn't say that. You, it's, you're the one who said it. It sounds like you're saying that, and I'll accept that. <laughs> I don't want to, yeah, like, I wouldn't say mastered, but like, if that's the word that we're going with here. You know, I think that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, he has learned a new trick, though. He swirls some snow around himself and turns him into Angie the snowman. Mm-hmm. And then Momo immediately goes for the face. Yeah. Knocks him over <laughs> comically. There's like a womp womp sound that happens. Yep. Uh, Paku and even Katara are looking at Aang with contempt, contempt like, <laughs> you're not taking this seriously enough. This fucking guy. But he never would. Aang's not a serious no, kind of fellow. That's the, he's a, he's a fun avatar. We've had serious avatars. This he's, one, he's the cool avatar. Yeah. Who lets, who lets everyone have a beer? <laughs> let's crack one open and throw some rocks around. <laughs> All right. This is a cool-ass avatar. <laughs> Sokka and Princess Yue are taking a walk through the city. Um, the strings of the Four Seasons song from last week are softly playing behind them. Oh, I didn't notice. It's one thing that like, I don't think we've appreciated enough on this show is the music and like themes like this. Mm -hmm. The motifs. Because... Yeah, people and, like, places and, like, events have their own themes, like like in a Star Wars movie. So does that mean that Four Seasons is the princess's theme? I'm not sure. I'm sure there is a explanation for this out there. I don't mm. know if it's, like, the princess theme or, like, the theme of this particular conflict this that we're arc, entering yeah. into. That could be. I'm not sure, but it even does come up a few other times in this episode alone. Mm -hmm. What were the lyrics of the song? Like, we, you don't need this to sing it again, but what it was like about his like love who died or something. I'm really upset at you for pouring water on the idea of me singing. I mean, the you song can again. sing it. You just don't know. Well, now to. I'm not going. Now okay, I'm not well, going to. Well, then told don't. Me not to. Well, don't. Yeah. Good. <laughs> well, now that you don't want me to, I think I probably will. <laughs> It's winter, spring, summer, and fall, four seasons, four loves. Okay. So there's not really a lot to it. No, there's not a lot to it. No. I, but, I think I was getting it confused with um, Clementine. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not a song. I don't think anyone has sung that on the show, but I might have missed it. No, I don't think they have. But I was like, I think it's about the girl dying. <laughs> like. Like, and, Ring Around the Rosie is so much darker than you realize. Yeah, it's about the plague. <laughs> <laughs> Children's songs are uh, a nightmare. Yeah, really fucked up. They had Most to be. Most fairy though. tales. Yeah, they exactly. had to be. Because everything would kill you. <laughs> They're meant to scare children into behaving. Yeah, because they would die otherwise. It was, a, it was a dangerous time for all. <laughs> Actually, literally, yes. If you don't heed the words of this fable, you will die of some... Terrible disease. <laughs> it was important. <laughs> um, no, they're walking along. Sokka is telling her how much simpler life is at the South Pole. And she chuckles like, oh, Sokka, you're so much lower status than me. How quaint this is. <laughs> A peasant. 
aren't we a funny pair? Me, a princess living in a lavish palace, and you, some fucking nobody living in the dirt. Some farm boy without a farm. <laughs> yeah. Look at us together. No, who would have thought, huh? <laughs> um, she laughs and puts a hand on his shoulder, but grows deathly serious about how wrong all of this is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She is to be married, after all. That's true. I've heard that. I saw the we necklace. We know this. Yeah. There's no other way. Mm-mm. Unless. Unless. <laughs> uh, Sokka tries to lighten the mood. He's like, hey, you need to meet my friend, Appa. Mm-hmm. And she says, who? Uh, You don't remember that fucking huge sky bison that you were sitting closest to at that dinner in the last yeah, episode? Yeah, it was right there. Have Did you, it never come nobody up? Nobody said its name, no. She's like, That's I don't know who thing. Appa is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know this guy. I've seen, I'm better at faces than I am with names. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, Appa. Appa. Is it Appa? Okay, I got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Appa is hanging out at the stables in the Northern Water Tribe, which I thought it was funny they would have stables. Like, the only other livestock here are big furry oxen. You know, I didn't consider that, but that's a great point. It's not really a habitable landscape no. for animals what do or they even eat? humans. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good question. They're giving Appa like a gigantic pile of leaves. So there's some vegetation somewhere. I would guess it's seaweed. That would make sense. I think it would have to be because we, we do see vegetation in this episode, but there is not enough to sustain... I was going to say. An entire stable. The only other explanation would be that they go to the place we'll talk about and just harvest leaves every now and then. <laughs> Which I, I, sounds blasphemous. Yeah, I know. You can't eat that. That's for the gods. No, no, no. That's spirit leaves. <laughs> yeah, Appa becomes some sort of, like, Hercules demigod character. <laughs> Honestly, uh, You know, I was actually, great. yeah, when you brought it up, something that could happen... He is the Avatar's animal companion. Is that what they called it? Yeah. <laughs> something, something stupid. I don't think anyone would be opposed to that storyline. We'll get there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, if the dragon can do it, Appa can do it. Appa can do anything that he sets his mind to. <laughs> Appa tackles Sokka and starts licking him, which would be embarrassing for anyone else. But Yue is constantly smitten by Sokka's goofiness. Mm-hmm. So this is just another win in Sokka's book. Hell yeah. Um, He takes her on Appa's back and he smoothly says, You hanging on tight? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I will tell you, Brendan, if we're at the end of this entire podcast, if we were to rank the yip yips in Avatar history, this specific one is like S tier towards the top of the oh, list. Yeah. It's a great yip yip. Yep, it's one of the best ones I've found so far. It also raises questions about yip yip. Like, Appa waits for the second yip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you only say yip once, he's not going to go. Like, the first yip kind of snaps him to attention, but if it's not repeated. And how long do you have between yips? What's the cadence? What's the yeah. required cadence? It's like a Beetlejuice kind of thing. Like, if you say yip twice without anything in between it for any length of time, mm-hmm. he will start flying. 
Yeah. Ten minutes later, you give the second yip. He says, all right, I'm off. As long as you haven't said anything else in between. Everyone else is just kind of staring at you expectantly like, we got to go. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to test this theory out. <laughs> just keep, no, no, no. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> stop. Stop. I'm doing something. <laughs> this is going to be great. <laughs> no, he gives her a very smooth yip, yip, and away they go. <laughs> Uh, UA loves this. She's having a great time. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, we don't got oppas up in the North Pole. We got to get one of these oppas. Yeah, where do we get some of these? Where do I find me an oppa? I'm a rich girl. I can have anything I want. <laughs> Not one of these. Um, she's like, ooh, it's so cold up here. And she slides up next to Sokka. Mm-hmm. Smooth. He's like, yeah, come here, baby. I'll keep you warm. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> She says, ooh, daddy, show me how you ride this big thing. And he says, I was going to say the same thing to you later. <laughs> all right, it's a weird all conversation. Right. They're teenagers after all. Uh, they're about to kiss, but Sokka pulls back and he's like, oh, yeah, flying pretty cool. <laughs> no game. <laughs> he, he doesn't need to have game with her. <laughs> That much is clear, but here he even catches himself. He's like, okay, what else? What else? What else? (laughs) Any distraction in this moment? God, I'm asking for one. Man, I wish the Fire Nation would attack right now. (laughs) Please, right now, end my suffering. (laughs) Uh, His wish is granted, kind of. Um, Some snow starts to fall, but the flakes are turning black. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, I know. That's an omen, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Cuts to the city where everyone's watching the black snow. Uh, Aang is still fucking around in the snow with Momo mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point. Uh, but Momo catches a snowflake on his tongue and then retches and spits it out. Yep, because it's soot. If you haven't, actually, if you haven't guessed. <laughs> one of the worst things I can imagine is what Momo just did in this exact situation, like catching snow on your tongue and it being full of soot. Yeah, yep. Isn't that a scene in Schindler's List? Uh, Probably. I'm pretty sure it is. Super fucked up. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Sokka recognizes this soot mixed with snow because he's seen it before. Mm -hmm. And he says the Fire Nation's almost here and there's going to be a lot of them. Yep, yep. Can you imagine a... uh, a worse thing to have as like a, a military trying to lay siege than like a fucking advanced warning. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, when the fire nation's coming, everything turns to soot. So like it, 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 it acknowledges or it, it gives you like a warning that they're coming. The element of surprise is lost. Yeah. Um, but then we see a scene of them on their, on their ships and the sky is dark all around them. And that's kind of fun. Cause they bring their own mood lighting wherever they go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're setting, they're kind of setting the theme here. Okay. <laughs> they have to bring their own vibe. See this big dark cloud coming? That yeah. that is bringing your destruction. Do you think any of the Fire Nation people think they're like on the right side of this conflict and like look up at that and go like, that's a little, it's a little evil looking, don't you think? <laughs> like, <sighs> you want to talk about Schindler's List again? Because I think we could probably draw some parallels there, huh? <laughs> it's just like it's it's the most like cartoonishly villainous thing about that the they fire could have possibly nation. done. Yeah, like 
<laughs> this isn't a good. Uh, the optics of this are really bad. Jesus, it's the only way we know. Yeah, I don't know how else to power the ships. We gotta. Nope. Nope. In industry will carry us forward, <laughs> even if it makes us look really bad publicly. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So, here comes the Fire Nation, bringing yes, their scary black clouds with them. <laughs> This will truly be one for the history books, General Iroh. Just think. Centuries from now, people will study the great Admiral Zhao, who destroyed the last of the Water Tribe civilization. You're lucky you're here to see it. Be careful what you wish for, Admiral. History is not always kind to its subjects. I suppose you speak from experience. But rest assured, this will be nothing like your legendary failure at Basing Se. I hope not for your sake. Oh, man. So Bossing say that was the siege that they talked about earlier in the season, the the multi-year yes. siege. 600 days, I believe it 600 is. 600 days, yeah. Um, d- did we know that was a failure? <laughs> I guess we, I guess we have, could put it together. We have learned that it was a failure because when Iroh, we first learn about it when Iroh is kidnapped by those earthbenders mm-hmm. after he's soaking in his... Uh, natural hot tub that yep. he made. Yep. They do, I think, bring up the fact of his again legendary failure at Boston. Okay. Say. So we do know. We do know this. Okay. Uh, the the failure thing I couldn't remember, but I do remember the siege itself, and I was like, it makes sense that after six hundred days, if Bossing Say is still standing, mm-hmm. it must not have worked out. No, I mean you would think. Yeah, at that point you've been like, "Hey, we we throw our hands up. We did every, we did everything we could." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the damn place just wouldn't go. Nope. It seems like yeah, Iro is legendary for not finishing the job there. Oh no. Maybe we'll find out more about it. Who could say? Um he tells Iro to tell the captains to prepare for first strike. And Iroh enters the ship and tracks down Zuko, who is still wearing his oversized Fire Nation armor. Yep, it's really good. I tried to get a better look at it. Yeah, it does not look natural on him. He he belongs in a different... He needs a different fit. <laughs> yeah, yep, it's not well tailored. No, no. He probably just found the closest one around, and it was for someone much, much larger than him. <laughs> but hey, time is of the essence. I've got to make this work. It's all about how you wear it. <laughs> yeah, you can make it work. Maybe add like a little extra flair, like a fun bracelet or something. <laughs> Some pins. Yeah, exactly. A little patch on the side of it that's just like a little fire emblem. A little yeah, fire a little emblem fire is a video guy. game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! I should have said that. <laughs> oh no! Now I can't move on in my mind. Crom, where are you? No. <laughs> I don't know enough about fire emblem. Luckily, that's fine. I, I, I don't either. Uh. We'll move on. <laughs> uh, a drum sounds and the tribespeople rush to the palace. Uh, UA chooses this moment to dramatically call things off with Sokka. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> In the we moment, so I was like, what are time. you doing? What are you, like, why does this need to be done right now? <laughs> it's really important that we kind of like get to action here. Mm-hmm. And so right now you're choosing to slow things down and like make Sokka feel really sad. Ay, ay, ay. And make yourself feel really sad. Yeah, just really, really fucking 
demotivate everyone involved. <laughs> cool, yeah. This is going to go really great. And now we all have so much invested in like this fight <laughs> and our own lives. Like everyone's feeling really good about themselves yeah. right now. Yep. No, this is the time. Mm-hmm. Um, she says they can never speak to each other again because she's locked into this arranged marriage. But Sokka's like, you don't even seem to like this guy. Nah. I will soon understand why. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but she has to go through with this as part of her duty to her tribe, she says. Yep, yep. It sucks, but... It does suck, but uh, for her, there's no other way around it. Sokka's going to need to find his own, like, moment Katara had last week where it's like, actually, fuck your culture. I'm coming in here and shaking things yeah. up. We'll end up together. Get with the times, old man. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do things up here, but I've got a way more fun idea. Um, the chief delivers an impassioned call to action to his tribe. He says they're going to need to fight, and he says he's sad to know that some of these faces are about to vanish from our tribe. <laughs> and then we do we do a hard zoom in on three faces, <laughs> as if to say someone is definitely going to die. But who? One of these three people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's really funny. It's even funnier because, like, the only three people we know right now are the chief, who we barely know, mm -hmm. Yue and Paku. Yep. <laughs> and those are not the three people it zooms in on. They do choose Yue and Paku, and then they just show some fucking random dweeb. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I really hope we don't lose this guy. That would be so sad. Oh man, that was like the How most. How will all the characters thing. move on? Yeah, Jesus Christ, it's the most blatant thing this show has done. I think, <laughs> in yeah. terms of setting up like a dramatic conflict. Some of these faces will vanish. Let me remind you of the faces <laughs> that are on the table here. <laughs> One of these three faces, he says, <laughs> pointing to them all. <laughs> him, her, him. That's it. Vote now on your phone. <laughs> the rest of you are safe. Yeah, text. Text UA to 22342. Data charges may apply. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. They show this random guy in that too, and you have to sit there and be like, wait, who was that again? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like, do I, well, hold on. Did I miss something? Have I not been paying close enough attention? Is this person emotionally important to me? <laughs> have we established anything about this man? <laughs> and then when we finally even do, it's like, I, I hope I I have my choice for yeah. who I'd like it to be. I'm ready to vote. <laughs> I'll vote. Can I vote twice if I have two <laughs> cell phones? <laughs> Just stack that ballot box, baby. He's got to go. Um, The chief calls upon the great ocean and moon spirits to guide them. Mm-hmm. And then asks the crowd for volunteers for a dangerous mission from which they may not return. Ooh. One of these faces will vanish from our <laughs> tribe forever. But only if you volunteer for the mission. Um, like a man with nothing to lose, Sokka shoots up first and he's like, count me in. I'm on this dangerous mission. Mm -hmm. 
And then my face will vanish. Rightfully, Katara and Anger both like, what the fuck, Sokka? Come on, no, no, don't do it, no, please, no. <laughs> you're not made for this, Sokka, and you know it. Dude, you've got a mission, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you're with us, you're not one of them. <laughs> no, Sokka doesn't care anymore, and he's like, all right, I'll do it. Uh, the volunteer step forward to receive the chief's mark, and Sokka bows his head and is marked, but turns to Yue as he walks away. Her eyes well up with tears, but she defiantly stares forward, putting on a strong face for her people in these trying times. Mm -hmm. Emotional oof hits you deep. Yeah. It's a sad episode, actually, kind of. Yeah. There are other sad things we'll talk about. It's heavy. A lot going on. There's a lot going on. And uh, I'd hate to think that any of these characters I love so much might vanish. Yeah. Their faces may vanish. Like that guy. Oh, I really hope it's not the guy. I'm really invested in that guy. <laughs> I hope that guy makes it out of this okay. If not, I don't th- think I can continue watching the show. He'll be all right. <laughs> I'm sure that he will. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be all right no matter what happens to that guy. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Um, later on, Aang stares into the quiet distance and the chief comes out and he says... It's quiet. Too quiet. <laughs> Yet another Star Fox reference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then a bunch Just of Fire Nation people pop out of the ground. <laughs> I want to say this is Zonus again because it's my favorite line <laughs> delivery that I think anyone did in that entire game other than, is that any way to greet a girl? That's a good one, too. Oh, man. I actually don't know if I know that one. That's the character Cat who only sometimes shows up if you do certain parameters. I don't know that I've ever done whatever is required for that. I'm not familiar with that character. <laughs> In a similar vein, would you understand what I'm talking about if I say, the hatches are open? Yes. Yeah, I do know is, that one. That's Bill. Yep. <laughs> he shows up. Uh, only if you do that level with the big mothership that comes in. Yep, that's the one. And then if you shoot your allies instead of the uh, enemies, he says, Fox, that was one of ours. I do remember that as well. (laughs) Can you tell I've played this game a couple times? The only line that really, like, is burned into my memory is, I guess I should be thankful. (laughs) That's a really good one, too. (laughs) Sorry, guys, I gotta sit this one out. (laughs) Or... I could do that. The problem is, is I could do this all day. We can't, we can't. (laughs) Uh, We... (laughs) I'm about to do it too, so we gotta stop. Do one, do one, you know, do one more. I'll give you. I don't one remember more. the line. It's just when there's that level where where Slippy gets grabbed by the robot and thrown down on the planet, and then you have to mm-hmm. do a, a land treader one. But in that level, if he's not with you, uh, if he dies in the level, he can't get grabbed or something. But if he's dead mm-hmm. when you go into the level, he will show up halfway through and be like, "I got my ship fixed early, guys." <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, fuck, shit, I don't want to do that level. <laughs> I'm back in the fight. Everything's going to be totally fine. <laughs> you're like, no, I didn't I didn't want to do the Land Rover level. Yeah, that level blows. <laughs> I do think it's funny that Slippy's uncle is named Grippy. We don't have to talk about this anymore. <laughs> uh, Aang says he wasn't there when the Fire Nation attacked the Air Nomads, but he's going to make a difference this time. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Aang. We're so proud of you. I'm not going to run away like a little bitch this time, guys. I promise. (laughs) And get frozen for another hundred (laughs) years. Um, 
He stands up and some swelling music plays and the camera shoots up towards the sun, which is the exact same thing that happens in the opening credits of the show every single week, Mm -hmm. which we both recognize deeply because we always watch the credits every single week Mm -hmm. as Brendan takes a sip of water to avoid (laughs) what I just said. It's all right. As I've admitted, I do the same thing. I, I don't. It starts with the fucking Nickelodeon splash, and as soon as I see that goddamn kid on the skateboard, I fucking skip it. (laughs) That skip intro button looks pretty good right about now. The warriors of the Northern Water Tribe stand ready at the outer wall of the city. Aang looks out and sees a single ship on the horizon, and a bright light starts glowing from that ship and rocketing in their direction. Quickly and violently, there's a massive fireball that strikes the wall they're standing on. Mm -hmm. I think it would have been really cool if they waterbended the wall out of the way of the fireball. And just like caught it inside like whoop. Yeah, or just let it let it go through and then they just like bend everything out of the way and just let it hit the water. That reminds me of in like Samurai Jack when Aku would just make a hole in his body. Exactly. Exactly like that. Yeah. Why didn't they just do that? There's a lot of things that they didn't do in this episode that I'm very upset about. (laughs) They have the power. We saw all those men opening the wall (laughs) and like raising and lowering like the levels and everything. It could have been done. Minor spoiler. They spend the entire night in this episode not repairing the damage that this fireball right now does. We don't see what everyone in the city is doing. Well, we do see that it's not repaired by morning. That's true. <laughs> they could have taken the time. There's enough water to patch the holes. It probably would have taken minutes to repair Se- that Seconds, yeah. possibly. Just make a new one. Yeah, nobody nobody makes an attempt. No. Leave it. It'll be fine in the morning. <laughs> it's cool. We've got other stuff to do. Um, yeah, the... It does make... <laughs> A huge hole in the wall. And again, this is only fireball number one. Yeah. Yep. And it's already done that much damage. Like this fight's going to be over in seconds. It's devastating. Yeah. They don't stand a chance. <laughs> More fireballs fly into the city, causing chaos. Uh, Aang takes off on Appa to go take the fight to them. Uh, they shoot some fireballs at Aang, but he redirects... One of them away with a mighty swing of his staff, just like he's Barry Bonds. <laughs> I do these things for you, my friend. <laughs> I feel like Barry Bonds has come up before. I, I feel that way, too, but let's not explore it. <laughs> um, he jumps off Appa onto the ship and dispatches the attacking firebenders Um. They swing at him with huge hammers, but start pounding the hell out of their own trebuchet like morons. Yeah, you know, they're they're highly trained. <laughs> I, I, this might have been because we saw Zhao like taking Zuko's crew to go fight. <laughs> this might be they sent the lead ship out with like their least capable warriors. Yep, yep. That makes sense. So that's probably what's going on here. Um, Yeah. Th- they destroy that one. Aang sabotages another trebuchet, punching holes in the ship. He ties two of them together, which caused them to topple over through the ship, which I'm not sure if that would work scientifically, but hey, it's getting the job done in this fight, huh? Yeah, I thought that was pretty fun, actually. 
it was a clever move, but I don't think two little fragile chains would be enough to carry the weight of the entire trebuchet over itself through the ship. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to try it out. We'll have to give it a try. Next, yeah. next week on The Science of Avatar. <laughs> oh, God. That would be the longest and worst episode <laughs> of the show ever. Uh, uh, but it's coming. <laughs> we'll just rebuild it in one of those video games. <laughs> it can be done. Um, Aang's feeling pretty good about himself until this giant warrior guy with two hammers on chains and a big, thick ponytail comes out. Fuck yeah. Where'd they get this guy? He's just, he's the next enemy type. They're oh, just so introducing from, him here, but now we'll see him a lot. Yeah. <laughs> from, throughout the rest of the game, now you'll see a lot more of these. Mm-hmm. But this one, they have to present him as a mini boss so you can learn his moves. He gets his own little cutscene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a good strategy. I can't wait to see more of him as we go. <laughs> uh, he almost gets the better of Aang until Appa shows up and tosses this guy off the boat. Thank you, Appa. Thanks, Appa. And this guy You've wearing great. heavy plate armor sinks right to the bottom. Straight to the bottom. He's got those big hammers. <laughs> they carry him all the way to the bottom of the ocean. He cannot let go of them. <laughs> no, these are my... If, if they're going down, I'm going down with them. <laughs> they're that precious to me. Um, some icebergs emerge from below the boat, and the waterbenders uh, maroon it on like a big icy plateau. Mm-hmm. So that was a lot of action just for one boat. Yep. And how many did they have? Hundreds? Well, that, that's that's kind of the problem here. <laughs> <laughs> Aang's like, all right, well, let's see what else they've got going on. And he flies out beyond this boat and his jaw drops as he sees just like dozens and dozens of these fucking huge ships laying in wait. Mm-hmm. And he literally says, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> that was, we spent so much time just on the one, and I have to do this like 80 more times. <laughs> uh, it's terrible. You know, I don't know how he's gonna, I don't know how he's gonna do it. He could make a big whirlpool. Just suck them all in just at one suck time. suck them all in, yep. Well, he's got the entire water tribe on his side, so they can make like a pretty big whirlpool. Mm-hmm. If they just work together. Yeah. And if their dad doesn't come out and yell at them. <laughs> hey, knock it off out there. Hey, you're going to break the pump. <laughs> <laughs> All the leaves are swirling around in the middle now. I can't reach them anymore. Man, that's some specific humor. <laughs> hey, it's June, Brendan. It's almost time to break all those pumps out there. huh? That was for me. <laughs> I'm really shocked at that joke you made. <laughs> That's a pool thing, right? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> I was thinking like electricity. I'm with you, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not confident enough in that joke to keep it going, so let's move on. Um, back in the city, the chief is preparing his men for their dangerous mission. They're going to infiltrate the enemy and disguise themselves with actual Fire Nation uniforms. Mm-hmm. Which would be a good plan. It's clever. I I can see where he's coming from. Uh, in steps that same guy we saw from the death montage earlier. <laughs> so now we're getting a little more character from this guy. Ooh. So we'll start to learn why this would be the most tragic thing to happen in television history if his face were to vanish. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, he's wearing a Fire Nation uniform that is like the right colors and mostly the right style, but it's got like these huge shoulder spikes like a blazer from the 1980s. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't look right no. compared to what we've seen. It does look familiar, though. I feel like we have seen that uniform. It's close. I thought we've even seen it with the spikes. Well, I'm not sure. Maybe we're just kind of like making that picture in our minds because I Mm -hmm. do feel the same way. And it's almost more intimidating with the big spikes. Mm -hmm. But um, Sokka knows this is not right. And he starts chuckling. He's like, guys, it's been a while since any of you have seen a firebender, huh? (laughs) Um, He jokes that the uniforms they have must be a hundred years old. And the chief just says 85. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You're basically right on the money. Yeah. Ooh, fuck. (laughs) These are from grand when grandpappy was the chief (laughs) and he handed them down to me. Yeah. They've been holding onto him for a long time. Time to go get some new ones. Uh, They'll have a chance Mm -hmm. in this fight. Um, The guy in the uniform gives Sokka some shit. And the chief calls him Han and says, Sokka's cool with me, so shut the fuck up. (laughs) You piece of shit. Han. Bite my ass, Han. (laughs) Uh, The chief's like, hey, first order of business, we got to figure out who's in charge. And Sokka's like, his name is Zhao. Man, you fucking guys are so cut cut You have nothing. (laughs) You don't know shit. You're so unprepared for this. Have you talked to anyone outside of, like, your neighbors in the last 85 years? Good Lord. No, we have seen that they are very aggressive towards anyone who comes around. No, stick to what you know. Only, yeah, your your closest friends in here, are, are, are they're all you need. You know, why bother with the outside world? Yeah. Sokka, he, he knows what's up. He describes Zhao as having... A big sideburns, but bigger temper, which I think is a funny way to describe him. Yeah. And accurate. I think that would help me pick him out of a crowd. Oh, that. Oh, that's. Oh, he's got giant sideburns and he's shouting at somebody. That must be the guy. That must be him. That's the Zhao you were talking about. Um, The chief's like, cool. Tell Han everything you know and tells Han to listen to Sokka and says, I'd expect nothing less from my future son-in-law. Ooh. Wait a minute. Which is a normal way people talk to each other. <laughs> yeah. I remember when my father-in-law used to say that to me all the time when we'd be out somewhere. He'd be like, hey, this is going to be really cool when you are my son-in-law someday. <laughs> like, stop saying this to me. It's very weird and off-putting. Can, can you stop expositing? Why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the way humans interact. Um. Sokka's mind explodes and he's like, wait, this? This is the guy I'm competing with? This fucking guy. Uh, Don't worry. It's like those memes like, don't worry about who she's or whatever. You versus the guy she tells you not to worry about. Mm hmm. Yeah. Which one's one's which in that situation? I'm not sure. I'm I'm not really sure. Yeah, I'm really trying to figure out who's on either side of that equation. Um, It is funny, though. Uh, Back to the fight. The ships are moving in and shooting just dozens of fireballs. Paku's here. He chimes in. Stop those fireballs. Gotta stop them. We know. We're trying. Thank you, Paku. (laughs) 
<laughs> There's been so many of them. You could have said this earlier. <laughs> you could have also tried to stop one yourself. You could have, you could have just done it. Yeah. Made a fucking effort, Paku. Less talking, more action. Um, Zhao watches the fight from his ship. Uh, Iroh is with him and recognizes that it's late in the day and suggests that they withdraw for the night because the waterbenders draw their power from the moon. Mm -hmm. And tonight it's nearly full. Which is the first time we've heard of that, right? This is the first time we've heard that concept. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we got got the water nation or water tribe or whatever the fuck, the waterbenders Mm -hmm. uh, derive power from the moon and the Mm -hmm. ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, the firebenders derive power from this meteor and the, the sun and just the sun in general. Uh, what about airbenders? When do the, when do theirs huh? get stronger? What kind of extra oomph do they get by some sort of natural occurrence? We draw power from tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> if, if there is one, you don't want to be around we, us. That's why we're all in the Midwest. Um, we love hurricanes. <laughs> Love them, uh, and then the Earth. Earth. Do they? What do they? What about them? What do they? What do they drive power from? Landslides, Just dirt. <laughs> if you see like a big rock, you are gonna have a good day. <laughs> Cover themselves in dirt to boost their power. <laughs> Head to toe, I'm filthy, but I can't be stopped. A whole army of pig pens. <laughs> It does seem a little silly, but it is one of those fun things like, hey, if if one of these is around, (laughs) you're going to be in trouble. It kind of reminds me of Pokemon. Like, I couldn't stop thinking about, like, Pokemon during the encounter that we're going to see later. Mm -hmm. I was like, hold on, hold on. They're changing the weather on the battlefield to boost their attacks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, I mean, later on in the fight, Zuko does cast Leer, which... uh, (laughs) Is not usually super useful, but he finds a way to make it work. <laughs> um, man, those were always the first powers I would get rid of because I just didn't know how to use them any, effectively. Any status affecting power. Yeah, just fucking dump I just, it. I it want things that hit hard. It doesn't have a damage value. I don't want it. Yeah. Well, that's why I don't play a lot of Pokemon these days because <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I'm really playing it strategically well. Nope. I still do that. <laughs> same, 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 same. Um. Yeah, Zhao says, oh, I'm well aware of the moon problem, and I am working on a solution. It's going to blow up the moon. <laughs> I've got Piccolo here, and he's shown me a thing or two. They just cut over to Piccolo, folding his arms and looking angry like he does. Piccolo and Zhao, I think, would get along pretty well. I, I don't know. I think, they're, I think they would um, butt heads a bit too much. They both have strong personalities, and Piccolo, deep down, you know, does kind of want what's best for the world. Mm -hmm. So he wouldn't let Zhao kind of wipe a whole race off the map like he's planning to here. No. Piccolo's a good guy. Great dad. (laughs) Great dad. He's the father figure that uh, Gohan needed all this time. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You mean one who's actually there? (laughs) Yeah, he was the one. I'm not this... I'm not the stepdad. I'm the dad who stepped in, he says. <laughs> stepped up, I think. Is it doesn't it matter. You know, it's all good. <laughs> he did both of those things. He stepped in and stepped up <laughs> to the streets. Uh, what are we saying here? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's got a plan about the moon. But uh, he agrees with Iroh and calls the attack off for yes. the night. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are we ready to move on? I'm ready. <laughs> uh, Aang flies back into the city and slides off of Appa. He's just absolutely exhausted. Mm-hmm. Long day out there destroying lots of ships. Yeah, but there was. Barely made a dent in the full force of what we're looking at here. Um, he keeps saying, I can't do it. There's just so many of those ships. And UA pleads with him, like, you're the Avatar. You have to do this. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't have to do shit, lady. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. I could hop on my bison and be out of here. <laughs> you guys are on your own. <laughs> yeah, Aang, he's hanging his head and he says, I'm just one kid. So it's tough. This is This is not an easy fight. You're not just one kid. You're Avatar, the last airbender. The last kid. The best kid. (laughs) Avatar, this cool kid. The ultimate boy. (laughs) The preceding boy. (laughs) The proceeding boy. (laughs) The profiting boy. (laughs) After this fight, everyone's going to want to give you everything they have. Yeah. That's what he's in it for. Mm Mm-hmm. The money. The money. The yeah. Money. All that avatar money. <laughs> uh, hey, Brendan. Big story reveal time. Oh. Huge moment in the plot of Avatar The Last Airbender. Is this the Iroh moment? Sure is. Yeah, this is a good one. And this is going to completely recolor how we think about like this entire show. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Um, We're back aboard Zhao's ship, and Zuko is preparing a small lifeboat to sneak his way into the city. Mm -hmm. He's wearing like an all-white jumpsuit. I kind of dig the new threads he's in. It's pretty cool, yeah. It's a good good look. Um, Iroh enters the room and does what he normally does, which is deliver some wisdom to his nephew. You're fishing for an octopus, my nephew. You need a tightly woven net, or he will squeeze through the tiniest hole and escape. I don't need your wisdom right now, Uncle. I'm sorry. I just nag you because, well, ever since I lost my son. Uncle, you don't have to say it. I think of you as my own. And Iroh can barely hold back the tears, and Zuko can barely hold back the tears, and honestly, I can barely hold back the tears watching it on my end as well. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. And they give they that, do a big old hug. They do have a big old hug, and it's like, oh, just I've seen this scene so many times over the years, and no even like more context of what we're about to talk about, but it just fucking guts me every time. <laughs> Brendan, did you know this? Did I know what? The plot that Iroh has a dead son? No, I didn't. You didn't? Okay, good. That's like a huge spoiler that I really was hoping you had not learned already. Nope. Uh, wow, huh? Yeah. Crazy. That, it changes, (laughs) yeah, everything we know about, like, both individual characters, but also, like, their relationship that we've seen. Yeah, and it makes sense why Iroh would go with um, Zuko into exile. Mm-hmm. Um, and you right. can kind of see, like, from a, a few different perspectives, actually, you can see why that would happen. 
Like, oh, he sees him as his son, so he's going to try to protect him. And also, he probably kind of resents the Fire Lord for casting away his son when Iroh doesn't have a son. Like, there's mm-hmm. that whole aspect of it. Sure. Like, he can resent him for giving up the thing that Iroh wishes he had. That's, yeah, that's a really good point. Like, if if Iroh were in that position, like, he might make a different choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, he, he feels like he maybe like owes it to Zuko to give him like the father figure he needs or something. That's Mm -hmm. an interesting way to look at it. Um, yeah, the two characters now like forever, it's forever changes the way we look at them. Like Iroh is normally played as like the very goofy, like aloof stoned out old man. (laughs) Yep. And now... Like behind all of that, we can see there's like clearly like a very deep sadness to his life. Yeah, you know? really bringing down the mood of this siege on a city. <laughs> it it's like a very tender moment in like a exhilarating uh, time mm-hmm. for the show. Um, yeah, when he says to Zuko, like I think of you as my own. There's so much like love in that, but also like. A lot of grief. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it makes him different. It makes Zuko different. You know, we know Zuko's had tragedy of his own, but even in this moment, he's like pushing back on this kind of offer of love from Iroh. Mm-hmm. Like the literal father figure who is standing right in front of him, like begging him to let him be that for him. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, I'm not. I am not ready for that. Like, I, I, I can't accept that. I can't do this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this later, huh? Um, Yeah, this is like a huge reveal on this show mm-hmm. and and does change things for us. And then also now, of course, naturally, I'm sure raises questions for you, Brendan. Oh, yeah. Lots of them. Mm-hmm. Like what what happened here? Yeah, he had a son. That means he was married. <clears throat> he lost, I don't know, I don't know. or well, not married, maybe, but at least he, <laughs> he, he had a partner with which to have a son. What happened sure, to, sure. to her as well? Lots we to know think that, about. We know that Iroh is single and ready to mingle. He's anytime there's yeah any young lady <laughs> yeah. kind of showing him any just even attention. It doesn't acknowledging even his existence. Yeah, he's like, all right, this is my time. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Lots to think about and lots to explore as we go forward on this show. Yep. So, uh, I'm glad that we finally have like this out in the open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've been, you've I guess, been is where bursting at. at the seams with this one. <laughs> oh, and Brendan, there's so much more to talk about, but we just have to wait. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's absolutely huge. Mm-hmm. Um, Zuko says, I know, uncle, we'll meet again. And he bows to him. And just like you said, Iroh's like, fuck your bow and throws his arms around his nephew. Mm-hmm. Um, which is very sweet. And Zuko quickly removes himself from that hug, though. And he's like, after I have the avatar. That's number one on my list right now, uncle. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. You've really bared yourself to me in this moment really put it all out on the table but i 
have other things to do. I cannot be distracted with this. <laughs> Stop loving me. I'm angry. <laughs> uh, he enters his boat and starts lowering himself down and... Iroh calls out after him, giving him more advice like, hey, don't catch a cold out there. <laughs> Zuko's like, yeah, yeah, all right. See you later, Uncle Dad. <laughs> Call me if you need me to pick you up. <laughs> Do you have like 20 bucks I can borrow, by the way, as I'm on my way down? Because my <laughs> friends and I might go to McDonald's or something. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> they got a good thing going. Um. But Iroh, as he's watching him, like, lower down, his face is, like, completely sunken as he watches Zuko go into, like, this dangerous situation. Mm -hmm. um, and again, the music in this scene is really great because it's playing the same Soongi horn melody that we'd heard in the Blue Spirit episode. Mm -hmm. The same one that was actually revealed to be played by Iroh himself. <laughs> yeah. Which was very funny. Um, but here it's almost like... Now this is like a theme mm -hmm. for like these kinds of moments, perhaps. Yeah, or Zuko. It's Does like a Zuko, Zuko is a troubled. Yeah. Or Zuko's doing something, I guess, righteous. He's not, he doesn't see it that way at this moment, but mm -hmm. getting the Avatar away from the rest of the Fire Nation is probably a pretty good thing. Honestly, it's in Aang's benefit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um. I don't know. Good, good scene, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Very good scene. Well, it might come back up on the show at some point. We'll see. <laughs> Doubt it. Probably not. Just going to uh, leave that back. one hanging. Yeah. No. Hey, what did you say that one time when we were at the siege? Uh, I don't remember. Nothing. We'll, we'll, yeah. Forget I said anything. Let's move on. Um, Back to the secret mission. Han says, Soka. Calls him Soka. Yeah. We may not know each other very well, but let me brag to you about Yue, who you surely know nothing about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he says that she comes with a lot of perks, and Sokka's like, what the f perks? <laughs> it's all about the Come bennies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's my ticket to the stars, baby. <laughs> Right in the train, Yue, as far as she'll take me. Uh, Princess Yue, he says, is wasted on someone like Han. And Han calls Sokka a simple rube from the Southern Water Tribe who wouldn't understand the political complexities of the Northern Water Tribe. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Han, I don't think you understand the political complexities <laughs> of the Northern Water Tribe. Nah, he's a big old dummy. This guy's a dope, a big meathead who's just in it for the perks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's like a rewards app at like a fast food restaurant. Like I <laughs> keep using her and eventually I'll get a free medium soda. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's a pretty good reason to be in a relationship. <laughs> I do. God love damn. Soda. I wish I'd thought of that. <laughs> um. Sokka's like, okay, cool, and then just full-on tackles Han. Mm -hmm. uh, they tussle for a minute before the chief breaks them up and tells Sokka, you're off the mission. Mm -hmm. Go sit on the bench. You're out. <laughs> uh, Han loves that, and he's like, all right, men, let's get to work on finding this Admiral Cho. 
What a fucking idiot. Sokka's like, open your ears, man. You haven't listened to anyone's names. How this mission is going to fail. You guys are so fucked. <laughs> and you know what? I'm off the mission now, and I don't even feel bad about it. <laughs> you know what? You use those old uniforms after all. <laughs> they look great. I, I, I was wrong. They kind of went back to those. It's, it's like a retro thing. <laughs> They've got the anniversary edition going around on the ships right now. <laughs> yeah. They've got a special little patch on it that says Fire Nation 100 years. Yeah. Just claim yours is vintage. It's fine. They'll love that. They'll, they, they're crazy for it. <laughs> it's back in style. Um, Zuko paddles his small ship towards the city wall, uh, hiding behind icebergs from the watching guards. Uh, he lands, but doesn't have an obvious way into the city. Uh, and he sees some... Turtle seals. Mm -hmm. They're another fun animal. You love to see it. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, they're diving into a hole in the ice, and Zuko's like, well, I guess this is it, huh? <laughs> Let's see where this This just goes. makes sense. Yeah. He does acknowledge that they're coming up for air somewhere, so, like, it's not a total batshit crazy thing for him to do. Yeah, but... The potential that they can hold their breath a lot longer than he can. He hasn't considered it. He hasn't that, considered no. it at all, no. He's like, ah, well, if they can do it, I can do it. <laughs> I'm Zuko. I'm better than some turtle seal. <laughs> some fucking seal. <laughs> I'll show them. It's like, well, they didn't do anything to you. <laughs> uh, no, Zuko's got an iron lung, so he's he's going to be fine. <laughs> yep. Uh, he dives into the water. Is the water just not cold here? I, it's probably very cold. But it never <laughs> affects anyone. This, no. We've seen so many people in this frigid water just be totally fine. Yeah, no, it's got to be extremely cold. <laughs> I would think jumping into it might instantly kill you from yeah, the shock. Yeah, it might. Well, then maybe that's what his suit is. It's a, it's a warm uh, wetsuit. Okay. Plus, he's a firebender, so he's got spicy blood. Yeah, he can regulate his blood heat. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the fun powers that they don't tell you about is mm -hmm. the spicy blood. I mean, it makes sense if they can create fire just from their hands. Just do it in your body. But heat's got to come from somewhere. Have a big tummy full of flames. <laughs> That'll keep you regular. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. Um, Katara, Yue, and Aang are looking on at the full moon. Uh, Yue describes, the legends say the moon was the first waterbender. Mm-hmm. Do they? Do the legends say that? <laughs> I, is that just something you came up with right now to sound cool, UA? Whose legends? <laughs> it's not, not any legend I've ever heard. That's like as true as a legend from the Hidden Temple. And those <laughs> yeah. are all bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that is where she heard it, though. Omek told her a thing or two. Yeah. And, uh, another Nickelodeon property. It just makes sense. <laughs> it does, yeah. Our strength comes from the spirit of the moon. Our life comes from the spirit of the ocean. They work together to keep balance. The spirits. Maybe I can find them and get their help. How can you do that? The Avatar is the bridge between our world and the spirit world. Aang can talk to them. Maybe they'll give you the wisdom to win this battle. Or maybe they'll unleash a crazy amazing spirit attack on the Fire Nation. Or wisdom. That's good too. I've talked to a spirit or two before. Yeah. We're good buddies. He actually lives <laughs> in me now. I, think. I have spirits constantly inside me. <laughs> I, 
I don't like to talk about it very much. <laughs> Not a moment's peace with these guys. <laughs> I got all these voices in my head. <laughs> uh, Aang will never be free from this constant torment that he's under from the spirits living inside of him. Uh, but he's going to try to take advantage of them in this scenario. <laughs> uh Yue's like, oh, great. They'll grant us their wisdom. And Aang's like, no, they'll grant us a Gundam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then this fight is over. <laughs> they'll grant us Mecha Godzilla. Oh, fuck yeah. I'd be so into that. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They're not as into that idea as they should be, though. No. Aang is the only one who's clearly thinking of this in the right way. Yeah, none of them know what a Gundam is. <laughs> Gundams, that's not a Nickelodeon property, Aang. I don't understand what you're talking about. It's like, shit, I shouldn't have been watching whatever channel Gundam was on. Cartoon Network. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I thought that might be the case, but I didn't want to go out on a limb. Yeah. So I appreciate your backup. In the Toonami block. That makes sense. Yep. Thank you, Toonami, for putting the ideas of Gundams in this avatar's head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Katara points out, you know, Aang, you've only gotten to the spirit world by accident before, which is true. There's no clear path to the spirit world. Yeah. Nope. He'll figure it out, though. He's the avatar. There's always a way. Yeah. Um, Yue has an idea. She leads them to a small wooden door behind the palace and says, this is the most spiritual place in the entire North Pole. Mm-hmm. They walk inside a large room with a waterfall feeding down into a large pond, and sitting in the middle of it is a small island with a stone gate and green growing grass. Mm-hmm. What is this kooky place? It's weird and wild. This ain't like nothing else I've seen up here before. The movie just made this a regular-ass room in a temple. Did they really? Yeah. That sucks. That sucks so there's bad. Just like, there's like a reflecting pool in a room in a temple with the fish in it. I know you told me that like the majority of the movie kind of focuses on like this, this plot yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I'm so excited to see like how poorly they handled all of it. That sounds like shit. I distinctly remember this room in the movie just being like a room. Maybe it was a cave, but it wasn't anything special Uh, like this. They blew it so hard. (laughs) It's not hard to like recreate what we're looking at here. No. (laughs) Oh. That that sounds terrible. Can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Uh, Aang's eyes light up and he runs and throws himself onto the little island. He's like, I never thought I'd miss grass so much. Yeah, Aang touched grass. <laughs> We've been begging him to for a while. <laughs> it's the only thing that's going to set him straight. <laughs> he touches the island and goes, whoa, guys, what have I been doing? I'm really fucking up. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I'm the worst avatar ever. This has really opened my mind. <laughs> it's a new direction for me from this point forward. <laughs> Grass has really opened Aang's mind, just as it has for Iroh, if you know what I mean. Oh, like <laughs> weed. They hotbox this cave that they're in. <laughs> they shut that little wooden door. That's why it's it so in warm there. in there. <laughs> yeah, that's but they're just constantly, uh, you know, blazing. It's how we connect with the spirits, man. They really get spiritual in there, yeah. <laughs> 
it's uh, yeah, warm enough in here for Katara to remove her big parka. And Yuez says, it's the center of all our spiritual energy. So I'm like, all right. Sure. <laughs> yep. We'll go with that. I'll take your word on it, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a little silly, but I've got nothing to. I've got no way to dispute that. Spiritual energy's warm. That's fine. I That's fine. <laughs> it's, it's exothermic. <laughs> Whatever we need it to be. <laughs> That's fine. Um, there's a small pool of water on this little green island with two koi fish circling around each other. Mm-hmm. One is black with a white spot on its head. The other is white with a black spot. Mm-hmm. Brendan's looking at these fish and his mind is racing because he thinks he knows where we're going with this. I'm pretty sure. Though, based on what you just described from that fucking movie, you, you might not have a clue. No, I might not. But I am happy for you. I'm happy for you to have the moment where you get to point at the screen and go, oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the Leo meme. Exactly. That is you throughout this entire arc. Yep. Yes, finally that movie's paying off. Oh, I know that from the movie. They stole this from the movie. Yeah, hey, wait a minute. Somebody tell M. Knight that they cribbed his entire game. They're ripping off the thing. (laughs) How dare they? Um, Momo tries to pick up one of the fish, but there's a good reaction shot of Katara and Yue staring at him angrily. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Uh, Aang can really feel the spiritual energy in here and starts to meditate. Um, We cut back to a group of those turtle seals hanging out in a cave. There's a small watery hole in the cave and Zuko shoots up through it. And he is shivering Mm -hmm. and like lets out a little fiery breath to keep himself warm. So it's like it's cold enough for him to shiver, but not cold enough to kill him. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, the, uh, the warm suit can only do so much. It will probably prevent him from dying of shock, but it's still cold water. His head and hands are exposed. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's, he's, it's getting him like 90% of the way there. Yeah. I'll buy that. I mean, I won't buy that, but I'm going to have to, so <laughs> yeah. we'll just move on. going to have to just accept it. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, the turtle seals start like making a lot of noise, and he yells at them to stop, and it's like, hey, man, lay off. <laughs> That's totally not cool. You're the intruder here. Yeah. I don't walk into your house and tell you to shut up. (laughs) I might. But I will. Yeah, Yeah. I will. (laughs) After today, because I'm disappointed in you. Uh, There's a hole in the wall with a stream of water gushing out of it. And Zuko's like, hey, I haven't guessed wrong yet. And just climbs up into that hole. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Having absolutely no idea where it's leading to. But he's like we've got to just keep moving. I'm not even sure he knows like where on like a map he would be right now. <laughs> where are you? Yeah. He's made it like he comes out the other side of the hole and it plops him right down into like Zhao's shit, <laughs> like right in front of him. Like, oh shit. <laughs> I don't even know how that worked. If he's got to use the ability from tears of the kingdom, just zoop right through the ceiling. It would get him there a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, He has to learn it from a big furry before he's able to do anything. (laughs) Yep. Man, I got some thoughts on Tears of the Kingdom. (laughs) 
It's also making me feel like kind of horny. I don't know. We don't have to talk about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, Zuko climbs up into the hole. We're, we'll see where that goes. Um, the chief asks Sokka if there's something wrong. And he's like, everyone's out there on the mission while I'm stuck here sharpening my boomerang. Yeah. The chief's like, you can just say masturbating, Sokka. It's fine. <laughs> Nothing to be ashamed of. We all do it. Don't have to speak in code. <laughs> uh, he admits the real reason he pulled Sokka off the mission was for a special task. He wants him to be Princess Yue's bodyguard. Mm -hmm. So does he know? He's He knows, right? He's doing He's this. trying to... Yeah, he's, he's trying to set like, them up. <laughs> look, both of your faces might vanish from the tribe forever. So, like, have a little fun with the time you've got left, huh? <laughs> so he's, he's secretly... That's why he sent this other asshole out on this suicide oh, mission. Okay, yeah. He's trying to get him out of the way because he he's like, oh, this Sokka guy. Mm -hmm. I wish I knew about him before I promised my daughter to this other asshole. <laughs> if, and if he's out of the way, <laughs> then the, the ancient edicts say it's okay. <laughs> Doors open, Sokka. She's all yours. <laughs> Thanks, my future father-in-law. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Can I call you that? Yes, you absolutely may. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you would do it sooner, <laughs> son. Oh, yeah, this feels good. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Sokka's like, I do have a dad, but mm, this is better. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's going to be guarding her, and he's like, Chief, I love that idea. Let's run with it, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's Say explore no this a little further. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I mean, if I have to. Jeez. <laughs> um, Zuko climbs up that tunnel... Sure enough, it leads into a large cavern full of water with a small pocket of air at the top. Mm -hmm. He swims up and just sucks in air for what feels like a very uncomfortably long period of time. <laughs> yep. Just watch Zuko breathe heavily for like 15 seconds. I mean, it's got to be rough swimming around in water. <laughs> not breathing. <laughs> it's really, I, I hate swimming around in water it's and not breathing. one of my least favorite things to do. <laughs> Drives me nuts. I love to breathe. I just, yeah, the whole time I'm sitting there going, well, damn, I wish I could be breathing right now. Man, air is the best. I'm, <laughs> I take it so much for granted. I got to start appreciating air. <laughs> um, he dives back down and swims to another tunnel. Uh, there's a light shining through the tunnel, but it's blocked by a sheet of ice. So Zuko takes a moment and then takes like a little underwater breath mm -hmm. did you kind of like note that at all because I, I wasn't sure how to feel about I that i didn't really i noticed something was funky but i didn't know what when he's leaving the ship er earlier iroh says like uh, remember your breath of fire or something mm -hmm. and i feel like this is a callback where he's like ah, oh, i gotta breathe before i can find my way out of here but it's like well you can't breathe you're underwater yeah I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this. He's not a fish. <laughs> I mean, he or, could be. Or hold on a second. I've never seen him with his shirt off. Wait, no, S I have. <laughs> yeah, we have. We definitely have. <laughs> never mind. Zuko is very close to Zora. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, my God. That's all I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. He does have those tiny little stubby legs. <laughs> 
And he swims up waterfalls. I don't know. We don't have to talk about it. Um, now he places his hands on the ice and melts his way through and it takes him straight into the city. He's in. <laughs> oh boy. Zuko made it. And luckily he knows right where to go. <laughs> okay, cool. I know where everyone is right now. In this very secluded area. This city that yeah, I got. This, this little brochure. I got at a rest stop on the <laughs> yeah, way. He stops in at the visitor center. <laughs> ah, wonderful. This little spirit oasis. I'm surprised they would even advertise this. <laughs> but that's my first He's, stop. He gets a little foam hat that looks like a jar made of ice on his head. <laughs> He is a big tourist in this episode. It's kind of embarrassing, really. He's got his big camera slung around his neck. He's eating at, like, chain restaurants instead of the nice, like, unique local places. Mm -hmm. It's embarrassing. <laughs> um, I say as the person who just got back from Disney World, like, two weeks ago and am going back to Disney World in one week. Jesus. And eat at, like, the Guy Fieri restaurant when I'm down there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ashamed of myself is all I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I'm not. That's perfectly normal. It's a healthy way to, it's a healthy like <laughs> self relationship I've got going on. I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> I'll save that for therapy. <laughs> um, Aang is meditating, trying to enter the spirit world. Katara and Yue are standing like 10 feet behind him, loudly whispering like, why isn't it working? Having a full conversation. <laughs> this fucking guy can't do anything. <laughs> Aang really needs to concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet down. He's trying to do something. This is a library. <laughs> you can't do this here. <laughs> he's trying his best to tune them out, but finally he like turns around and he's like, ladies... Shut your damn yappers. Shut up or get out. Or get out. I'm doing a thing and you are really fucking it up right now. <laughs> God. Uh, it's very silly. Mm -hmm. um, he turns back and focuses on those two koi fish in the pond, which slowly circle each other. He's almost like in a trance looking at them. And then in his vision, they fuse together in the form of a yin-yang symbol. Mm -hmm. Man, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I thought, I, it was, I thought it was yin-yang. I think, I think it's not, uh, but, but I it, don't think it matters. But it would work better for uh, an ang pun if it was. Yin-ang. Uh, yeah, you know what, Brendan? That is so much better. <laughs> I don't know what the pun would be. A yin it's not really. A yin, it isn't really one. You just go. You just emphasize the ang part of it. A yin ang. Yin ang. Do you get it? I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking good, my man. Comedy gold. This is our best episode yet. This is so good. This is taking us straight to the top of the charts. They better start working on the plaques for our Oscars. <laughs> for our Nobel Peace Prizes, because this will bring the world, all wars will end after this. We did it. Global ceasefire, everyone's now on the same page. You're welcome. Uh, I don't know, he sees that symbol that is pronounced one of those two ways, we'll find out. Uh, his eyes glow, and sure enough, he does enter the Avatar state. Mm-hmm which we haven't seen in a little while. No. When was the last time we saw it? The 
solstice? A long time ago. Did, uh, we, did we even see yeah. it in the solstice? Um, kind of. He was basically in that state for his entire conversation and possession by Roku. True. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it might not, I'm not sure if we've seen it since then. That's, yeah, an interesting question. Hmm. I don't know. Well, here he is again. Well, there it is. Yep. He's glowing. He's back. Well done. Um, UA is kind of panicking about this, but Katara's like, no, he'll be fine as long as we don't move his body because that's his way back to the physical world, which is... Not something that has ever been established before on this show. I'm not sure where she's getting this idea from. Um, he did have to return to his body in the other spirit episode. The other solstice one. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the first part of the solstice? I, it was the first part of that, but like they never said on that show, like, ah, yes, as long as my body is like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just... <laughs> it hasn't been established that the group knows about it. I'm like, Katara, you don't... Yeah, you, you're kind of talking out of your ass here. Mm-hmm. We just but. have to assume that Aang told them that off screen <laughs> somewhere. And even came to that realization like, ah, oh, yes, this is what I must do. So mm-hmm. let me make sure my friends know. I don't know. I have I have no connection to my body. So if it's moved, I won't know where it is. <laughs> The writers need to set up a thing so they have the characters do it for us. And then I get mad about it and talk about it on the show. That's how 99% of this podcast works. Uh, She says, it's okay, though. I'm here. I'll protect him. And an off-screen voice says, Mommy, wow, you're a big kid now. That's what he says, yeah. That's exactly what he says. Is a little uncomfortable, but it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gasps, "No!" And Zuko steps in, and he's like, "Yes, <laughs> yeah, it is me after all." <laughs> I don't know how I found my way here, but he just knew. He just knew right where to go. My... He also has a strong connection to the spirit world. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or he's placed like an air tag in Aang's clothing. <laughs> like you do, like parents do with their toddlers. He's like, mm-hmm. I always know. You. That's why he's so good at tracking him. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Okay. No, I'm starting to understand what's going on. Um, He throws some fire at Katara, but finally she can fight back in these situations. Uh, she knocks him over. He's like, hey, congratulations on the training. You're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, they continue to fight, but she pushes Zuko back and surrounds him in a giant ball of ice, and he snarls out, you little peasant, you found a master, haven't you? Yeah. His worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. The less resistance he can find when he faces Aang, the better, and now there is a second very capable fighter on the squad. Yeah, and he's... Not happy about it. Shit. My job just got doubly difficult. <laughs> God damn it all. <laughs> Why do I even bother? <laughs> uh, the ice explodes. They spar some more. Uh, she's like putting out his fire punches with water, which is pretty cool. It is pretty cool, yeah. Kind of the way Ang did. Didn't he do it with the air pockets at one point, too? Yeah, he's like suffocating the fire. Yeah. 
So that's just that's just all you have to do. That's all. So then an earthbender would be fucked. Unless you could like, unless you could like smother the fire with just dirt. a bunch of sand. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, and then, and then in that case, you don't even have to be an earthbender. You just have to be a Dale Gribble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a rusty Shackleford if you want to stand a chance on this show. Yep. Man, good, deep references. <laughs> the kids love King of the Hill. Kids love King of the Hill and Dale Gribble. Um, the entire time this fight is going on, Aang's body has just kind of been like chilling. Mm-hmm. There's actually kind of a fun shot right as Katara freezes um, Zuko in the ball. Mm-hmm. Aang's stupid face is just like in the bottom corner of the screen. <laughs> just sitting there like, yeah. oblivious to everything. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good framing. It's like, ah, you have to remind them what they're fighting over right now. <laughs> yeah, there is a reason. They're not just mad at each other. <laughs> There's something in the room. <laughs> Um, yeah, Aang is just sitting there. Zuko makes a grab for him, but Katara blasts him away and freezes him against the wall on a huge mound of ice, completely immobilizing him. Yeah, she got him. Surely she it's won. over now. Yeah. She actually won the fight, which is cool. It's like Katara's first big fight on the show. And mm-hmm. she, I mean, for the moment has succeeded. Yeah, it's a pretty cool fight, too. There's some some good, like slow-mo shots after she does a move of like drops of water suspended in the air in front of her mm-hmm. some good shit is water bending you know starting to do it for you a little bit here brendan mm, come on right. it's fine water bending's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's better than you gave it credit for originally i mean what did come i rank on. it did i put it third or fourth no oh, you put it in last place I put it in last i will put it above earth bending it can move okay. up to third I feel like we haven't earth bending hasn't really had its time to shine yet on this show. I don't I feel like I don't know. I don't know what earth bending could do that I wouldn't be like, yep. Yeah, that's what I thought. There's some moves I can think of in my mind right now that you're gonna enjoy. Unless somebody like makes a labyrinth around somebody at one point. That you could do it. They could do that. And if they do, I will say that's <laughs> that's pretty cool. That becomes number one instantly. <laughs> All right, Earthbending, you're the best. You could just trap somebody in a fucking maze. <laughs> Forever. Yeah, gigantic <laughs> one to never see the light of day. But if they do find their way through, you have to let them go free. Mm-hmm. Those are the rules. But it shifts around at night and the oh. the stalker things come out. I don't know what they're called. It's fine. It's fine. We all understand. <laughs> um, the uh, They've been carrying on throughout the night and day finally breaks uh, Zhao smiles as the sun shines down and he says, let's make history. Yeah. Uh, Zuko can feel the heat of the sun upon him and melts the ice and then blasts Katara away, knocking her out cold. Wrecked. Yeah. Got her, he says. <laughs> he grabs a hold of Aang and slings him over his shoulder and says, you rise with the moon, I rise with the sun. Which is not as cool of a line as I think he felt like no. it was. <laughs> All right, we we kind of get it. At first, I was like, that's kind of a cool line. And then I watched this whole sequence again. And the second time I was like, that line actually kind of sucks. I just thought it was cool because he felt cool doing it. 
mm-hmm. and some of that confidence really worked in his favor. But thinking about it, you're happy it, for him. That's yeah. But thinking about it, bad line. Um, the Fire Nation ships slam into the icy wall and lower their gangways. Is that what you'd call that? Mm, uh, be a gang plank, wouldn't it? Those might be the same thing. And a gangway is what the plank would like land on. Again, I'm not a pirate. I should have been a pirate before I started going down this path. I I actually don't know. All I know is that Gangplank and Gangway both show up as level titles in Donkey Kong Country 2. Okay, so let's pause and go play the entirety of Donkey Kong Country 2. I think you'd only need to play the first world. I think they're all, they're both in the first world. No, no, we have to play through the entire thing. But it's hard. (laughs) But there's additional context (laughs) for the name of those levels the further you get into the game. Oh, but that game is so hard. Oh, it it has to be done. I'm never going to make it through the Bramble stages. (laughs) If we're going to be an honest podcast, we have to be professional gamers. I can't, I can't beat that parrot in a race. This is so many more specifics about this game than I'm capable of getting into. I fucking love that game. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. You're grousing it's, at the it's idea of so playing. hard. It's so hard. <laughs> or at least it was when I was 10 years old. Yeah, I mean, give it another shot. You may feel differently about it. Although I don't want to break that perception in your mind. I want you to forever... <laughs> Forever feel like you had a huge accomplishment by beating that game. I'm proud mm-hmm. of you is what I'm trying to well, say. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, they lower their gangways or gang planks. We'll never know. <laughs> um, and Fire Nation soldiers spill out into the city. And Zhao says that today the Northern Water Tribe will fall. Get him. Scary. Mm-hmm. Um. Katara wakes up in a panic, but Aang is gone. Uh, Sokka and Yue fly in on Appa to get her. Did they leave her here, like, yeah. in the spirit oasis overnight? Yue was there. She was there. Until Zuko showed up, and we didn't see her leave. Maybe as she, far like, as ran I know. to get Sokka? I don't know. I, I mean, I think that's the explanation you have to go with. It just seems funny that, like, okay, I'm going to leave your unconscious body here. Good luck. Well, yeah, did she leave during the fight, or... We don't, we don't, we simply don't don't know. I don't think we saw any shots of her during the fight, so it's entirely possible she left as soon as Zuko showed up. I'll have to go back. (laughs) Just like there's the funny little shot of Aang in, like, the corner of the screen during Mm -hmm. the fight, there's another shot of Yue, like, running away, throwing her hands in the air, going, ah! (laughs) Quietly but you don't notice it because yeah. the fight is going on. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yep. It's very community way of doing things. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, we'll uh, have to take another look. I'm sure they'll give us the answers we're searching for. Mm-hmm. Um, the camera pans up and up and up and out into the frigid tundra beyond the Northern Water Tribe. And we see Zuko has Aang slung across his back, still in the Avatar state. Mm -hmm. And he's just carrying him here totally directionless and desperate through this driving snow towards God knows where. Zuko probably doesn't even know where. Just away. That's That's all he can do right now. Getting him wherever 
he can manage to get through the snow. It's a desperate scene for him, but he has no other options at mm-hmm. this point. And it's a dramatic way to end the first part of the finale. Whoa, bum, bum, bum. Yep, 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 The Siege of the North Part 1. Brendan, what, what do we think? I thought it was pretty rad. Pretty exciting stuff. <laughs> I should have waited until you were done yawning to ask me that question. <laughs> My bad. I'm not yawning because of the episode. <laughs> oh, it was really great. Oh, so good. Um, <laughs> no, it was really good. I liked it a lot. Um, I liked the uh, the fight scenes with uh, Katara. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost said Sokka again. I know you did. You did good, though. <laughs> um, I liked her fight scenes both uh, early in the episode and the one against uh, Zuko at the end of the episode. I thought they were both fun, exciting, like, actual water-bending fights. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Zuko's whole B-plot or C-plot. There were, like, three or four plot threads in this episode. Lots going on. Yeah, I liked his whole thing with Iroh. That was very sweet. And earth shattering in, mm-hmm. in terms of what we know about this show. So it's it's significant. Yeah, I would have liked if we could have seen um, an actual like, I mean, we saw them land in the city. Like we just had the whole gangplank debate. Uh, <laughs> but I would have liked to have seen them like flooding the streets before the end of the episode. Mm hmm. Just to really, because like we we are setting up all this tension for the next, like the beginning of the next episode, but just to have like a little bit more piled on, I think would have been nice. Like yeah, we know they're but, there and they're about to be in the city, but to see them in the city would have been like, oh shit, push everyone to their extremes before we get into what is like the final portion of the battle. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and there's no, there isn't a danger currently set up for Sokka, Katara, and. What's her face? Sure. <laughs> What's her name? Yusuf? U- U- UA? <laughs> UA? <laughs> Close enough. Um, there's no real danger set up for them right now. So their only thing going forward, I think, is finding Aang. Yeah. What's their next part mm-hmm. in, in the events that we're looking at here? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but I think that's okay. I don't think you need to necessarily put every single character in danger to go into right. a part two. Um, yeah, I had a good time with it. Uh, I hope that guy dies. <laughs> I don't think he will. I think I know if we're only going to choose one of the three faces we saw, I think I know which one it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, you probably do. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming of all of the things that they do in that last, uh, airbender movie, I gotta think that they follow through on, that yeah. specific thing that we can't talk about. We can't easily. talk about yet. No, but I'm fairly certain <laughs> that's got to still happen. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, uh, that which was is a shame silly, though. It's a shame. Um, maybe we'll see. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, let's, that, let's not even explore that scene. It. That scene where it zooms in on all three of them was fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> like the dumbest. Why would ever. you do that? <laughs> Especially with a character we haven't even established yet. I know. It's jarring for them to do that. <laughs> like, oh, be concerned. Well, it's really hard for me when I have no clue who this is. <laughs> it's still really good, though. It was really good. Um, yeah, no, it's it's like a good first half of this finale. We still have enough 
plot threads left hanging and things that people started doing in this episode that they'll now need to finish <clears throat> doing in the second yeah, episode. Yeah, there's still a lot that will have to be wrapped up uh, by the end of the next episode. I'm excited to yeah. see how they handle that. Uh, I hope nothing ends up feeling rushed in any way. I don't yep. I don't imagine it will because they there were there was some probably some stuff in this episode that could have been trimmed if they were like running up against the time wall. Right. Um, but I, I don't think there was that much, though. Only like maybe the scene of uh, Sokka and Yue like walking on the bridge could have been cut. That's probably true. Um, um but I liked it. It was a fine scene. <laughs> it's good. You know, we like what they give us. At mm-hmm. least, like, we can say that. Um, yeah, things to be resolved. But, like, all the storylines that we had coming into this episode, I feel like they all got their time to breathe, which has mm-hmm. been good. Everyone had things going on that were addressed. And, like, most of them are not fully wrapped up. So, like, we get to see where we're going next in part mm-hmm. two of the finale. Um highlights you know the fights are really good Suko's like one man mission to go capture the avatar yep is really good i so i just noticed right now while talking about it i was going to say every character got their time to shine in this episode but i don't think that's true i don't think ang did like fuck all this episode um, he you know was kind of like the introduction to like the struggle that this fight is going to be yeah um but that's kind of all he got to do so now i'm wondering if this episode was to give everyone else their time and then the next episode will be very ang centric because we're gonna have to go to the spirit realm or world or whatever we call it sure we're gonna have to talk to whatever spirit he finds there so we're gonna spend time doing that he's gonna have to get back to his body or they're gonna have to get his body back to him however that works out um, so I'm wondering if, if that was the reason, because they're like, oh, well, we'll give everyone time and then we'll do the big shit. Most of the stuff left to do is set up. Most of the things that have been set up that are left to do fall on the shoulders of Aang and honestly fall on the shoulders of Zhao. Mm-hmm. So like what happens with these two characters in yeah. the next episode? We've is, set up uh, all the be very important. We've set up all the smaller threads that run through the, the main plot. And now we've got the the big stuff to mm-hmm. cover in the week ahead. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be cool. Excited. It's really good. And I do just want to note, uh, you know, again, Zuko going in to capture the Avatar. He's, we don't want him to like actually capture Aang and like mm-hmm. whatever bad things would happen to Aang at that point. But you got to hand it to Zuko. He is so much better at this than Zhao is. Yeah, he is. It's not even close. He's just one man with no resources. Yeah, and he's fucking he, pulling one over on Zhao every opportunity. Constantly, even when Zhao doesn't know that it's him. <laughs> no, Zhao thinks he's dead right now. Correct. As, as far as we know. Right. So won't wouldn't that be a surprise <laughs> yeah. in the next episode, huh? What a shock. <laughs> no, no, nothing will come of that. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, okay. Episode 19, the Siege of the North, part one, first half of the finale. We're feeling good about the way the finale is going so far. Mm-hmm. Lots left to come that we're eagerly anticipating. Yeah, a lot a lot has happened in the the latter end of this season or the latter half. Yeah. 
we've been really ramping up. I'm excited to see how they how they pull off the the ending, how they stick the landing. If they stick the landing. Only time will tell. Mm-hmm. But it's only a short week away, Brendan, so we'll we'll get there soon. We will. Okay. That's the end of this episode. Hey, can you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Can you sing like a very abridged version of the email song? Uh but up email. Okay. That's really all I was looking for. So you followed my instructions perfectly. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I'm gonna steal your thunder here a little bit. What the fuck? I know. I'm I I'm so sorry to do this. You're about to find out why, though. I promise this is the only way. <laughs> okay. We got an email here from our dear listener, Joseph. I knew it was Joseph. I can feel it coming. (laughs) I won't let you read what Joseph has to say. I'm going to read it to you. You're trying to keep Joseph all to yourself. (laughs) He's mine. (laughs) Hands off. Joseph, you're with me. (laughs) Stay away from this guy. He's bad news. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we got an email from Joseph. Joseph, thank you for writing us an email. We always appreciate when you do. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, He says, hey, guys, just wanted to pipe in about the Southern Water Tribe and its lack of benders. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's spoilery, spoilery, but in the future, we'll learn. And then he has a whole bunch of things in there that I would consider to be spoilers. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Now, look, I didn't I wanted to read this on the show because Joseph, again, appreciate all the emails that you write to us. Mm-hmm. You make the show go, baby. Mm-hmm. Nobody would argue against that. <laughs> uh, and all of the points that you've made in this email were things that I had forgotten in future episodes. And I actually super appreciate you refreshing my memory on these things. And I'm excited for these episodes to come. Mm-hmm. But any tiny little morsel if you can't tell i'm very protective of brendan's knowledge about things to come on this show i will grab it and i will run with it so these are for my eyes only brendan you do have credentials to log into this gmail account and read i do the email mm-hmm. so i choose not to the power is in your hands mm-hmm. <laughs> no this one is uh only for me uh Yeah, he's got some nice things to say. Thank you, Joseph. Keep up the great work, and thanks for making me laugh, he says. Oh, you're welcome. We will try to continue at least making you laugh, but we've never started doing great work, so (laughs) not really sure what you're talking about. Uh, Yeah, no, lots of good points in here, Joseph. I I appreciate it, and I'm sorry I can't read it on the show right now. (laughs) Maybe we'll have to read it later once we've passed all of those points. I'll, yeah, at that point, I'll send it to you so you can go, okay. Okay, yeah. Nice. Uh, thank you, Joseph, for emailing the show. Super appreciated. And Thank you. you know, keep keep doing it. Keep on keeping on. Uh, gotarecap at gmail.com is where you can reach us with any non-spoilery thoughts you have about this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, send them our way. And again... With this being sort of the finale we're working on here, send us your thoughts on season one of Avatar as a whole. Mm-hmm. Anything you have, your favorite episodes, your least favorite episodes, uh, we'd be thrilled to read those on our upcoming sort of season recap episode that we'll be doing soon. Mm-hmm. You can also send any of those thoughts our way at Gotta Recap on social media. We'd love to see you all there. And head to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Drop us a five-star review of the show. 
thank you for taking a little time out of your day to do that for us. Thank you. We super appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brendan, there's uh, some some big plot threads left to sew up here in the the final part of this finale, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, the the firebenders have broken through the wall. Mm-hmm. They have, and we're gonna break through your podcast feeds next week with episode 20 of Avatar The Last Airbender. So we'll see you all for the grand finale of season one. We're excited. Get excited. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye.